chapter 10, God's promise to preserve us. God's promise to preserve us. In John 10, 1, verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and the stranger will they uh, not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known of mine. Lord, have mercy. Verse 16, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one foal and one shepherd. May God add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and application of his word. The imagery of shepherd and sheep is one of the greatest teaching tools in scripture. That God the Holy Spirit uses metaphors, an illustration of using definition of an unrelated fact or item, similes as, as or like, and imagery. God produces imagery, vine and branches, shepherd and sheep, light and darkness to depict truth from error. Matthew 25 tells us that it's the Lord that's going to separate the sheep and the goats in judgment. This imagery of shepherd and sheep is a profound picture of God's protection, provision, and his peace. That when you look at the famous 23rd Psalm, a young lad who was a shepherd, David, depicts in this metaphor, this imagery, a man, one of the best known metaphors in all of scripture that Psalm 23 gives us an education of the sheep's habits. If you listen clearly, you will learn something about sheep. It not only gives us an education, but it gives us an encouragement as to the sheep's hurts and need for healing. And then it gives us an eye's view, amen, of their habitat. That every sheep needs a shepherd. Yeah. And, and, and in this psalm, we see the characteristics of a shepherd's love, the good shepherd. He, he leads... He feeds, he facilitates, uh, he carries, he loves, he cherishes. That is the good shepherd who is Jesus Christ. Uh, 1 Peter 5 deals with the context. Peter saying, I am a chief shepherd just as you are. That's the pastor, that's the under shepherd. 
And he uses language which is rather peculiar. He says that that shepherd or under-shepherd is among you, but over you. Yeah, yeah. Now, sheep have a problem with a sheep among them being over them. Mm. Let that one soak in. Well, I put my pants the same way you put your pants on. What are you talking about your pants? <laughs> talking about the Lord's will. And and, and then, then, then he says to the uh, under-shepherd, don't do this ministry for the wrong reason. Don't, yeah. Don't be lazy. As a pastor, be diligent. Don't over-delegate what God put in your hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can play golf. So you can travel and tell everybody how great a preacher you are. Don't leave the flock that I have put under you. (laughs) To be leisure in your time. Hmm. Don't do ministry for money. But rather, amen, he deals with a picture, Psalm 22, 23, 24. Psalm 22 is, yeah, it deals with the, the, listen, it deals with the justification of the sheep that somebody died for the sheep. John 10, it deals, Psalm 23 deals with the sanctification of the sheep. Amen. He leads me besides the waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And then Psalm 24 is the glorification of the sheep. So you got justification, somebody that declared you righteous because of their death. Yeah. The sanctification, somebody's going to clean you up. And glorification, somebody's going to take you with them. Do, uh, do I have a witness? That is, when you look at this matter of the sheep and the shepherd, sheep have some very peculiar traits. Now, pastors are sheep too, so I'm talking about myself. Sheep naturally strays. No, 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 you don't have to take them off. You don't have to uh, not do their program and not call on them to sing a song. They just naturally stray. They naturally stray. Sheep naturally stray, amen, they go from church to church, from pastor to pastor, from program to program, they just naturally go out the door. Can I get a witness? And you can't legislate behavior, so you can, you can, you can plead with them all you want, they just, and they're stubborn, they're self-willed, if I get to your sin, just raise your hand, they're super sensitive, they're indecisive, they're timid, they're vain, they need a lot of attention, a flattery, a, 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 they need flattery, they need pat on the back, they'll eat unclean food, they are aloof, they follow false prophets, can I get a witness, they know everything, but they got to follow somebody else, in the name of Jesus. So sheep have some peculiar traits, and the shepherd Amen is responsible for leading them. Now, 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 be careful as we look all at all the metaphors and all the similes and all the illustrations. When we look at uh, Psalm 80, look at Isaiah 40, look at all uh, Ezekiel 34 deals with. It was read in your hearing the false prophets, the false shepherds. Amen. Who don't feed, don't see, don't 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 feed, don't oversee. Don't protect. And, and the word uh, episcopus, uh, epi, epi is to look. Scopus, uh, scopus is to look. Epi is over. He, they are the overseer of the flock. Hang in there with me now. Amen. They are the poignment feeder to the flock. And they are the presbyteros, prostimony in the Greek. They are the ruler of the flock. But the flock that belong to the pastor. The flock belongs to the Lord. 
the Lord, the, the pastor is the under shepherd who manages and feeds and oversees the sheep. Now, now, now the problem in church is that you got one senior pastor, but then you got a hundred mini pastors. And a hundred mini pastors think they know more than the senior pastor. Yeah, and 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 I'm 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 just aghast at that. Praise the name of Jesus, because God didn't leave you in charge. God left the pastor in charge. Y'all hanging there with me? I'm getting out of your way. Can I get a witness? And and the fact of the matter is, is that when Jesus picks up this story in John 10, he says in the Greek, "Ego I, ego me, I am the door to the sheepfold." Any other way you try to get in, you're a thief and a robber. Any other faith, any other religion, any other solicitation is false. I am, ego emi, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the only way in to the sheep's pasture. Can I get a witness? Now, now, now I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but you've got a lot of false prophets who claim to be shepherds. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're between preaching and pastoring. Can we get that one out of the way? Pre preaching is you pulling up bits and pieces of somebody else's sermon and taking credit for it. Hey, amen. From the, from the pulpit to the door. Amen. We heard it before. I heard that before. I, I've seen this before. Can I get a witness? Pastoring is management, administration, oversight, accountability. Can I get a witness? And pastoring is tough because you got to put up with strange, stubborn people who know better than you do what's best for them. Let me, let me go on and preach and get it out of the way. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And you're supposed to smile. Can I get a witness? And you're supposed to love them till death do your part. Can I get a witness? And that's all right. But, but, but here, it's in this text that when Jesus said, I have sheep of another fold, it is a dispensational, futuristic, amen, uh, state, statement because the people that Jesus was talking to in John 10 were all Jewish Christians. They came from Judaism. Jesus said, and there'll come a time, Romans 10, when the Jews will get tired of listening to me, and I'll, listen, put them on hold and turn to the Gentiles. That's a whole nother fold. Can I get a witness? And, and, and there's only three groups of people in the Bible, Jew, Gentiles, and church. The Jews are born through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Gentiles, anybody that's not a Jew... And once you become part of the church, you neither Jew nor Gentile. You are the body of Christ. Do I have a witness? Amen. And, 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 and so it doesn't matter what tribe you're from. Doesn't matter. Amen. Doesn't matter uh, 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 you finding the Ark of the Covenant and, 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 and you celebrating uh, a young Kumpur. It doesn't matter. Jesus fulfilled all of the covenants of the Bible. And he is our great high priest. Watch people that want to take you back into Judaism. Watch people that want to pull back up the Old Testament. The Old Testament is over with. The Old Testament was replaced by the New Testament. The Old Testament talks about an old time covenant, the new time covenant. In fact, the writer to the Hebrew says, for the law was a shadow of things to come. Can I get a witness? When Jesus came, the law went out the window. When Jesus came, Yom Kippur went out the window. When Jesus came, the Ark of the Covenant went out the window. When Jesus came, Judaism went out the window. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Do I have a witness? And I watch people daily trying to pull back up that Old Testament. The Old Testament was a curse. Can I get a witness? Cursed is every man that hangeth on the tree, and cursed is every man that lives by the law. 
The law was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. I wish I had a witness up in the house. Can I get a witness that, that this, this matter of shepherd and sheep, shepherd and sheep, shepherd and sheep, shepherd and sheep is so instrumental. So David, the little lad, the ruddy-haired lad who was a shepherd, hmm, Moses was an administrator and warrior, and Moses had to become a shepherd when God put him on the backside of the Midian desert to raise sheep. Mm. David said, the Lord is. That's the person of the shepherd king. The reason that we don't have clarity on this is because nobody has ever defined Lord. Capital L-O-R-D. The, the word Lord denotes the self-existing one. Everything needs him. He needs nothing. The sovereign one. Can I get a witness? Yahweh. Do I have a witness? The creative God. The Lord is, David said, my shepherd. Now, 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 he's, he's dealing with the person of the shepherd king. The Lord is. Then he says, I shall not want or lack I won't lack anything I need spiritually if the Lord is my shepherd. I don't lack anything. So when Satan comes along and says, well, you know, if you just had, I don't lack anything. Because the Lord is. I, I wish I had a witness. The Lord is my shepherd. So listen, because he's my shepherd, I have all provisions. Can I get a witness? I can make it because the Lord has already provided for me. Can I, get, can, I, can, I, can I get a witness? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. And check out the persistence of the Lord. He maketh me to lie down. Now, now some people erroneously pull this out and say, well, the Lord knows you need rest, so he puts you in the hospital. Are you kidding me? That ain't what the text says. Some of us go to the hospital and don't rest. No, the Lord makes me to lie down in green pastures. Because sheep are funny about where they lie. Oh, y'all ain't funny about where you lie, but sheep, sheep are funny about where they lie. There was a time I wasn't funny about where I lied. And if I was funny about where I lied, I'd be lying. The Lord is we get back to the 23rd song. He maketh me, persistence, to lie down in the green pasture. He leadeth me beside still, peaceful waters. Sheep won't eat, sheep won't drink from running water. They're too timid. They're too scared. They're too afraid. Hmm. The interesting thing about the metaphor is that because of the characteristics of the sheep, God's got to change things so the sheep can accept them. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, 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 the text this morning is painting a picture about this good shepherd. The good shepherd, the great shepherd, the sheep shepherd. The one who justifies, sanctifies, and glorifies. Are y'all with me? The Lord is. Mm. Israel had Judaizers that were false shepherds. Yeah. Back in the 70s, there were hundreds and thousands of people who went to an island and drank poison Kool-Aid because they were following a bad shepherd. So what does it mean to feed? I'm feeding your faith. I said it on, I said it on Thanksgiving Day when I was preaching here. In everything, first Thessalonians 5, give thanks. Not for everything. God didn't ask you to thank him for everything. There's some things that hurt, some things that have devastated us. No, don't thank me for that. That's ludicrous. 
but thank me in it. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Can I get a witness? So as I'm going along in my Christian life and stuff starts to hit me, that hurts. I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. I've learned to thank God in everything. And by me thanking God in everything, I'm declaring that my sovereign Lord has a plan for everything. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That in all of my situations, there are no accidents. They're just appointments. That God shows the initiative in my life, not my life showing God the initiative. It was God that called us. It was God that chose us. It was God that elected us. It was God that brought us to this place. So in that ego emi, I'm the door, ego emi, I'm the good shepherd. I'm the good shepherd. I gave my life. No man takes my life. I'm giving it. I have power to lay it down. It's right there in the text. I have power to take it up again. This 10th chapter, John, will kill you. I've come, Sister Gordon, that they may have life, yeah. eternal life. And then once you get saved, life more abundantly, the enriched life. The problem in the church, some of us got eternal life, but we ain't got no enrichment to our lives. We're living miserable on earth. When we should have an enriched life. Yeah. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand all over the ground. You're sinking sand. Sex, riches, money, all over the ground. The only thing that's going to satisfy you is Jesus. Somebody said there is a void, there's a hole in every man that only Jesus can fill. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so what all of this said about the shepherd, three things I want to leave you with this morning. First, as we go back to Psalm 23, 4, the psalmist says, yea, let me stop. Affirmation. God affirms something. Yay, affirmation. Though it doesn't mean I walk that way every day, but though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. My first point is, as we walk through the valley, the valley is down from the mountaintop. Too many Christians want to stay on the mountaintop. The mountaintop is designed for you and I to do some valley walking. Once I've been to the mountaintop, and I see the power and the presence of Jesus. I can go into the valley. Are y'all are y'all with me? Because, because 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 the Lord has met me on my mountaintop of praise. I can endure some problems. See, you can't have one thing without the other. Can I get a witness? Because because I've spent time in His presence, I have peace to go into the valley. I don't have to worry about losing it in the valley because I've been on the mountain, Lord have mercy, top with the master. Mm. Now the first point is, 
God's sheep are being watched by the wolf in the valley. You, you understand what the valley denotes. The valley means you're going down, and as you go down, light is deflected. Shadows start appearing. Predators are watching. Yeah. Enemies are looking. There is a proclivity in sheep that draws wolves, and there's a proclivity in wolves that draws sheep. They, they understand, amen, that you can, a, a sheep can sniff and sense a wolf. Lord have mercy. You get in these circles in churches and ministries and just keep sniffing. <laughs> Something don't smell right here. I, I smell a wolf in sheep's clothing. Can I get a witness? I smell a wolf in sheep's clothing. And, 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 and because you can't stop the scent. And, 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 and so, child of God, we are being watched by the wolves. Mm. The wolves are watching the sheep as they come down into the valley. The, the wolves are hiding behind shadows. The wolves are stationary and watching us as we come down into the valley. We're being watched by wolves. Paul, 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 Paul said, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, dominions, and thrones. Are you all with me? Yeah, yeah. That, that, is, that is that that when we get down in the valley, we're being watched by wolves, and because the wolves are watching you, what are they watching for? They're not watching you, amen, to take your life or to lose your salvation. They're watching you, listen, to default from your faith. They're waiting on you to throw the towel in. They're waiting on you to be discouraged. They're waiting on you to say, well, these promises are not coming to pass. That the wolf is waiting for you to fail in your faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Can I get a witness? And I mean, we walk by faith. Every day's a new day. Every day there's new mercies. Every day there's new problems. Every day there's new prayers. Every day we're going through something. Do I have a witness? Yeah, you got up yesterday morning and you had a pain in your back. You got up this morning, had a pain in your foot. You get up tomorrow morning, can't find your teeth. Come on, I got a witness. Hey, you get up the next morning and something else is messed up. Every day we are being confronted with situations. You know why we don't grow in Christ? We are so preoccupied with our public demeanor that we don't grow spiritually on the inside. And it's victims that project themselves on others. Yeah, you know, I, you know, the pastor, he, I, I ain't got nothing to do with your life. You a liar from the pit. It's all that stuff you're drinking at home, and it's all, you know, all, all that stuff you're doing in the street, and all that hell you're raising. Come on, then you come to church, try to get religious, don't all rub off. Can I get a witness? Fact of the matter is, is that, uh, child of God, we are being watched by the wolf. Every day, Satan is watching us. Every day, he's waiting for us to get weak in our faith. Every day, he wants to come in and he wants to fracture. He wants, come on now, he wants to frustrate. He wants to get our eyes off Jesus. Every day, every day. Every day is another challenge. Can I get a witness? Every day, there's something else going on in my life that, uh, amen, if my faith is not fixed, I'm in trouble. Every day. The church is in darkness today. The shepherds are no shepherds. They're more concerned about preaching than pastoring. They're more concerned about reputation than righteousness. I'm not, let me just go on and say it. Can I get a witness? 
They have no management skills. They have no, yeah, they, they, they have no plans and visions for God's sheep. All they got is me and my Bible. Let me preach and the whole world will fall prostrate. No, they won't. No, they won't. That's a lie from the pit. You are so caught up in yourself, your stinking self, that you can't understand the word of God. Pastoring will cost you something. Do I have a witness? Pastoring will knock you down and you have to pull yourself back up. You fool around with God's people, they'll put you into some kind of paralyzed state. Can I get a witness? Because everybody's running around, hither, thither, and everywhither, and they're looking to you to pull them out. And it's not your job to pull them out. It's your job to point to the one that will pull them out. It's your job to point to the Christ who will lift them up from their history, their hurts, their habits, and their hindrances. Can I get a witness? I can't make your marriage better. All I can do is offer you the word of God. And the rema of the word, the healing of the word, the help of the word, the help of the paraclete will come in and get you on a street called straight. Being watched by the wolf. Hmm. Every time I go somewhere, there's somebody that I didn't see who saw me. Mm -hmm. Go to Las Vegas, they there. Isn't, isn't it amazing how you can have church in a casino? Well, praise the Lord. What are you doing here? Same thing you're doing here. Now, your entertainment is limited if you're in fellowship. Can I get a witness? Would you like a drink? And you go like this. <laughs> I told you, years ago, I took my wife to Bermuda. We was going down the streets of Bermuda. And this, this club in Bermuda, man, it was kicking out. And I was teasing my wife. Come on, you want to go in there? Nah, man. And this girl was getting ready to go in the door. She's from another church in Philly. I don't call the church up. And she turned around and saw me. She said, Pastor Gordon. I said, go on in, baby. Don't stop now. Go on in. I said, because if Sister Gordon don't do right, I'll be in there behind you. <laughs> go, go on in. Go on in. And they had the convention in New Orleans. And I went to the convention. So I said, well, let me go down to Bourbon Street just to walk around. And I'm walking down Bourbon Street with some preachers. And we had me look in the club. And I see all these pastors in there. <laughs> I said, what in the world is this? Lord have mercy. I had to tell Wayne and Green and them to stop dancing. No, I didn't. But, uh, Lord have mercy. Mm. We're being watched by the wolf every day, every moment. He's watching to see if you really believe what you say you believe. Are you a real witness or you a phony witness? Do you really trust in the time of trouble or do you try to psych people out? Can I get a witness? That, that, that is we're being watched by the wolf, watched by the wolf, watched by the wolf. And the, and, and the psalmist said, yea, affirmation, affirmative, though I walk, check out the atmosphere. Now, saints, what I'm about to say is a lifelong lesson. Conflict is part of this life. Amen. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulations. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. 
God's not going to change the world because you're in it. God's world, this world is moving towards the end. So God is allowing what he's allowing in Washington, D.C. He's allowing what he's allowing around the world because that's his program. We are in the world, but not of the world. Are are y'all hearing this? That that is that uh, uh, affirmative, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, though I'm in conflict, though there's conflict in my kids, conflict in my marriage, conflict in my money, conflict in my my misery, conflict, 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 every day there's conflict. Though you're in conflict, whatever you do, Second point, don't lose confidence. I will fear no evil. Now let me tell you why you need not fear evil because of the conflict. Because the shepherd is in front of you. And because the predators see the shepherd, they won't dare come after you. Y'all ain't getting this. The shepherd, the shepherd, the shepherd, the shepherd, the shepherd is in front of you. Yea, though I walk through, through is a preposition, meaning this is not my resting place. Uh, uh, Conflict is not my home. Conflict is not permanent. It's something that God is allowing for me to know where the help is really coming from. God will introduce you to conflict so you can transfer it to the Christ. Conflict was never made for you to take it and work it and resolve it. Can I get a witness? That child of God, the shepherd king is in front of you. Lord, have mercy. It brings tears to my eyes to talk about words like election, predestination foreknowledge of God that God adopted me in him sealed me with the Holy Ghost before the world was that I was saved before the foundation of the world I was already seated in heavenly places in Christ I was already glorified justified and sanctified in Christ I don't understand it I hey, hey maybe you can explain it I can but The psalmist said that when you are walking through conflict, maintain your confidence. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, now, now let me say something about the promises of God. When you quote promises, you better believe them or they don't work. You can't get up here quoting a whole bunch of scripture and don't believe one, uh, you know, not, not, not one promise. Uh, do I have a witness? <laughs> and we know that all things are working together for the good. I, I don't know how God's going to do it, but he's working this thing. He's working my good and my glory. Can I get a witness? See, this is a faith walk. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and the Lord has not come through yet, but I'm going to keep on praying. Don't worry about anything, uh, Philippians 4, but in everything, by praise. That's the word for prayer. Keep on praising me. When you don't have an answer to your problems, keep on praising me. Keep on praising me. Keep on praising me. Don't praise me for the problems. Praise me for who I am. The Lord is my light and my salvation uh, whom shall I fear? The Lord is. Lord, have mercy. Praise me. And then give me your petitions with thanksgiving. Now, 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 y'all ain't getting this. This is a formula. First, praise me for who I am. Don't come to me like I'm Santa Claus with a grocery list. I dare you to spend some time Sometime in praise. Lord, I'm going to praise your name. Lord, I'm going to thank you for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Lord, 
I want to praise you from whence you brought me from. I want to thank you for waking me up this day. I want to thank you for my, uh, my, my children and my pa- Lord, even my mistakes. I want to thank you for your patience. I want to I want to thank you for your perseverance. I want to thank you for your provisions. I want to thank you for your protection, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you. And and the stuff that made me bitter, the stuff that's holding on to my heart, the stuff that I don't understand, I'm going to thank you anyhow. In everything, give thanks. I, I dare you, I dare you, I double dare you. I dare you to get on your knees. And before you quote, a petition. I dare you to go all the way back. The furthest you can remember. Lord, thank you. When I was two years old, you allowed my parents to raise me. I want to thank you for elementary school. As bad as I was. Lord, I want to thank you for that no good man, that no good husband. That drove me to Christianity. I want to Lord, I want to thank you for the years that the locusts have eaten. Lord, I want to thank you for, for, the, for the body that's impended with pain. Lord, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for every life, every death. I want to thank you. I, I'm, I'm just here to thank you. I'm just here to thank you. I'm just here to thank you. I'm just, just here, just here, just here, just here to thank you. It could have been different. It could have been, it could have been worse. Lord, let me thank you. I dare you. And before you, and before you start, and before you start praising him, take about two hours to stay on your knees and confess your sins. Lord. I've blown this thing. I've sinned against you and I've sinned against others. I've fallen short of your glory. I said things I shouldn't have said. I thought things I shouldn't have thought. I went to places I shouldn't have gone. Lord, let me ask for forgiveness through the shed blood of Christ. I dare you. And child of God, once you confess and start praising him, by the time you hit your petitions, the spirit of God saying it's done. Can I get a witness? And that's why Philippians 4 says, make your petitions known unto God with thanksgiving. Oh Lord, I'm not just praying in outer space. I'm praying, but I'm thanking you for what I'm praying about. I'm bold enough to come to the throne of grace and find help in the time of trouble. Lord, (laughs) I'm bold enough to claim what I'm about to say as coming to pass in the name of Jesus. I don't know when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, through whom you're going to do it, but God, I'm thanking you. And Lord, I'm thanking you in advance. Do I have a witness? If you follow the formula of Philippians 4, Paul says, and... Here's the caboose, the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That is, after I follow the formula, Lord have mercy. God will send a peace that even if God says, I'm not going to give you that today, but I got a holdover station, I got a power. That's going to keep your mind right. I've got a power that's going to keep your heart right. I'm going to put guards at your mind and guards at your heart. I'm going to give you a peace of God that passes all understanding. We are being watched by the wolf. But secondly, we are being wooed. By his voice. Now I don't have time to deal with this. I'm not talking about an audible voice. I'm talking about the voice of God. And he already said, my sheep hear my voice. 
Can I get a witness? A thousand people can say something to you, but God's going to be heard. Can I get a witness? And you got to understand how he woos us. Like, it, it, it reminds me of Elijah. Remember Elijah? I don't know if you know it or not. I study this in Bible because Elijah was a comedian. He was. He was a comedian. He, on, 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 on Mount Carmel, he, he acted like a comedian. You know, you saw it was Saturday Night Live. He told the prophets of Baal, he said, call on your God to burn up the sacrifice. And when they burned the sacrifice up, they had laid meats out. He said, then I'll fall down and worship you. And they were calling on their God, Baal, and they start cutting themselves, letting blood come out. So Elijah said, wait a minute, what's going on? Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he can't hear you. He was a comedian. And then they said, well, Elijah, now you pray to your God. He said, oh, no, that's too easy. He said, I want you to wet the sacrifice. I want you to douse it with water. And when I call on my God, he going to zip up the water and then burn the sacrifice. And he did that, and, and, and everybody, and they, and they killed all the prophets of Baal. Didn't they do that? Yeah. Amen. There was rejoicing, and then all of a sudden, next chapter, here comes Jezebel. And she sent word to Elijah, do to me as you did to the prophets. And he ran the whole length of the state of New Jersey. From the Walton Bridge in New York. And start hiding in the cave. You know what fear do for you? Fear will cause you to hide. He hid in a cave. And God sent thunder and lightning. God sent wind. I call it earth, wind, and fire. And then God came to the mouth of the cave and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? Lord, have mercy. Has God ever asked you a question, what are you doing here? The place that you are in in life? Huh? What are you doing here? And, and, and God was conveying to Elijah, I don't always come with a bunch of noise. I don't always come with a bunch of flickering lights. I come with a still small voice. This thing is heavy. Sometimes God will visit you with a still small voice. We sitting in church waiting for the, 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 the roof to blow off. And God came through an usher and said, be encouraged, it's going to be all right. Can I get a witness? God came through a choir song and said, hold on or hold out. Help is on the way. God spoke to you through a testimony. If the Lord did it for me, he'll do it for you. Can I get a witness? That's why we shout. That's why the Bible says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. God didn't forget your prayers. God didn't can your prayers. God's got a timetable that the prayers are going to hit. Can I get a witness? And when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Can I get a witness? When the Lord shows up, you're going to know it. When the Lord steps down, you're going to feel it. Do I have a witness? And here's what's going to blow our minds. I prayed about that 25 years ago. And the Lord didn't forget. He bought me from a mighty, from a mighty, from a mighty. Long way. He woos us with his voice. Every time I get in trouble, he woos us with his voice. Every time I feel like throwing in the towel, he woos me with that still, small voice. Uh, every time, every time I feel like quitting, he woos me with that still, small voice. Do I have a witness? And then God's sheep win because of the shepherd's veracity. 
I'm coming in. Yay. Affirmation. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, adversity and attack, I will fear no evil. Conflict turns into confidence. For thou art with me. Can I get a witness? If God is for you, he's more than the world against you. All I got to know, he's with me. Can I get a witness? If he's with you, you can take walled cities. If he's with you, you can open up red seas. If he's with you, the dead can come back to life. If he's with you, you can be resurrected. Can I get a witness? He, he, he says right here, amen, my sheep. They hear my voice. Uh, don't we hear his voice? Don't we hear his voice? And they follow me. And others they will not follow. That is, the shepherd king is none other than Jesus. He is our sacrifice. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Can I get a witness? In other words, Jesus took my place in disgrace. He died for all my sins. That's the way to get to heaven. Confessing that he died for all my sins. Can I get a witness? Uh, and with his stripes, we are healed. We not heal the cancer and diabetes. We heal spiritually. Because he died with his stripes. We are healed. He is our sovereign. I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. And I'll have compassion on whom I will have compassion. And he's our secret. Can I get a witness? The Lord will bring us out see in this general hospital I can hear Jesus said all my children and when you go through your secret storm I do I have a witness I'll be there with you and for you that I just want you to have confidence in the conflict and know that you're going to come out with comfort in here comforting God the paraclete comes alongside of you and he will not allow you to go under. Thank you, Jesus. Well, wait a minute, preacher. Who led me in the valley in the first place? I'm glad you asked. The shepherd. He was up front leading us into the valley of the shadow of death. Can I get a witness? He wanted to teach us some tough lessons that in conflict, I ought to have some confidence. And in confidence, I'm going to have some comfort. Can I get a witness? The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my high tower and my refuge and my strength. The Lord is my shepherd king. I shall not lack. Can I get a witness? I remember crying before God one night and I said, Lord, why you allowed all this in my life? He said, the hard part is over. I snatched you out of hell with smoke still in my garments and I put you on a street called straight. You know it's nothing in this world that can make me go back because I got a dose of the ghosts. I got Jesus on the inside. Can I get a witness? I've walked with him and I know him and he knows me and I know his voice. Can I get a witness? I will not follow other shepherds. He's the good shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's the chief shepherd. He's the shepherd of my souls. Can I get a witness? And he's worthy. Any worthy? Any worthy, worthy of all praise, all glory, all honor, and all adoration.
Boy, because you stray, because you're stubborn, because you're self-willed, because, because, because you won't follow anybody but yourself, because you're timid, you have no defense, you won't fight, because you got all of this mess going on the inside, you need a shepherd. You need somebody to walk with you. You need somebody to talk to you. You need somebody to take you over. Yea, though I walk through the valley. And we're going through the valley right now, aren't we? Aren't we going through the valley? Stuff breaking out all over the place. Sometimes you don't feel like living no more. We're walking through the valley. Can I get a witness? <laughs> but thou art. He's with me. His hook and his crook, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. One part of the rod is to fight predators. The other's for the sheep, to keep them from ruin. He hooks you to bring you back into the fold. And in Australia, they got sheepdogs. Those sheepdogs follow the sheep. And when the sheep start straying, the dogs are trained to nibble on them, to push them back into the flock. And every time you feel like getting out, the Lord will send the sheepdogs trouble to nibble you back into the flock. Can I get away? Won't trouble bring you back here? Won't trouble make you come back to church? Won't trouble make you pray longer? Won't trouble make you read your Bible? Won't trouble make you call on his name? Sheepdogs are designed to drive the sheep back to the fold. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He gives us a promise of his protection. Yea, though I walk. Last night, my power went off at 10 o'clock. Now, I got a generator, but it don't do the whole house. And I said, come on, Lord, tomorrow's Sunday. What's up with this? I think we paid our bill. The Lord said, I'm sovereign. Now you have to, in conflict, have confidence that I will work out your comfort. Won't that do it, saints? In your conflict, the Lord wants you to be confident. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, with all the conflict, I have confidence that he's going to bring comfort. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Praise Jesus. Praise his name. Praise his name. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, Jesus wants to save you. Die for your sins, buried, rose again. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Give your life to Christ. Don't go to hell. Amen. I am the door. Ego emi. I am the door. I'm the only way to get in. I am the door. I'm the good shepherd. Is there one you want to give your life to Christ? Believe in the Adolphi sins, very rose again. But you want to join the church and Christian experience? Is there one? Love to have you. Just raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Let's look to the Lord. Father, this imagery of shepherd and sheep is profound we don't know what we should pray for we don't know how to please you we don't know how to live we are stubborn we are strained we are messed up but thank you for being our good shepherd thank you for leading us even in conflict and then God giving us confidence and comfort to come out so God, as we leave this place, but never your presence, help us to reflect on Psalm 22, justification, 23, sanctification, 24, glorification. You're the good shepherd. Be shepherd of our sheep. In Jesus' name, do what we can't do. Lead us into green pastures. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor loves you. Thank you for all of your prayers and gifts. See you Wednesday. God bless you.